for me to talk about it on this platform is mm. really important because yeah. you know women we're women and sexuality is a, is a part of us you know and it's something that we women have sexual needs and desires as well you know at the end of the day it's not it works two ways because it is mortifying you don't want to go to your mother and go oh yes i've been exposed to porn or whatever they they probably won't uh (laughs) like i think i'm i'm quite happy that i met my husband before all of this i didn't have to ask the question have you got an only fan subscription by the way Hello, this is Rina Diti Annabelle, aka Mommy Imperfect, and you are listening to The Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect, the podcast where we celebrate and explore womanhood, the place where you get your weekly dose of unfiltered girl chat, and mainly unfiltered because I can't be bothered to edit it. (laughs) Each and every week, my guests and I look into a different aspect of womanhood, so periods, friendship, love, role models, beauty, fashion, motherhood. And the list goes on. Um, but the last episode of the month is a little different. It's a little special because I have a panel and we call it the power panel because we power through topics that are hot right now. And we talk about how they affect us as women. Now, let me introduce the power panel. So there's me, of course. There is super mommy, yummy, rummy, media extraordinaire, Kirat. Welcome. Well, Hello. Welcome. Thanks, welcome. Thanks welcome. for the lovely intro. That's How right. many more things can rhyme with? I know. I just, <laughs> you know what? It's just poetry, isn't it? Poetry. <laughs> poetry. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good. Thank you. How are you? All good. Um, I'm. I'm good. I. I got double jabbed. Um, Yay! Finally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you guys? Yeah. 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 So I was expecting. I was a bit scared. I was expecting to get ill of it I was because I, I got really ill last time so I've, I've been you know how many times I cancelled this I've cancelled it and we all rebooked it about four times because I'm like oh no I haven't got time to be ill I need to go here I need to go there I haven't got time so I've been planning in I'm, I'm going to get really ill because of this actually I was fine I had a bit of a sore arm I did try and pretend that I wasn't well because I wanted to just get a day off and just lie on the sofa but I think everybody could tell I was all right and then I just had to just act all right basically <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I got I'm, really I'm, ill after my second one. I it was fine after my first one. Yeah, loads of people. It's different, isn't it? It's just you never know. I, I seem to be okay up on both, except for the first one. My arm hurt a little bit, but other than that, I was. Okay. Did you get Pfizer or AstraZeneca? AstraZeneca. Yeah, me too. We're too old know. for Pfizer, Rena. What? We're too old for Pfizer. Shut up. Oh my god. Oh my god. Let's now let's stop this now. We're not gonna go into any conversations about our dry eyes, more day, good day, and all of that. Okay. We, <laughs> instead, I'm gonna start this off with the first topic. So the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is selling sexuality. Now I was reading a BBC News article the other day about how the social media platform OnlyFans has boomed during the pandemic. So, you know. I don't know if you, how much you guys know about it, but people that are listening, OnlyFans, I don't know how much you know, but you can post exclusive content on there that fans, in quotation marks, pay a monthly subscription for. So that content can be anything from music to workout videos, but it's also become the go-to platform for the exchange of nude and intimate images. You know, and monthly subscribers, they pay a basic fee 
for the content and then they can make requests for private images from the content creator you know for that are for their eyes only in theory and people have been making quite good amounts of money with this you know some people have it depends um and a lot of celebrities have been doing it and a lot of people a lot of people who are just on tiktok on instagram and stuff and then they're thinking you know i can get paid for this content and whatever that content is they're thinking why am i giving this away for free um you know like i said it has become the place where you go to for these nude images you know explicit things and whatever porn i guess right is is one of the things that you can get on there with, by paying for it now okay so there's still that age-old judgment right people who take their clothes off for a living you know what do people think of them and there's that kind of feminist split about is this empowering or is this exploitative so what do you guys think about it so I think I mean again it depends what what you class as porn as well that when there's things like erotic art um where's the line Mm. this I mean this kind kind of website it is for people who want to commission personalized work I guess so think of artists celebrities they want somebody if somebody wants something exclusive you commission it it's not for anybody else's eyes it's just for that person who's commissioned it right essentially and they get exclusive content for people it's a fan club only fans Mm -hmm. but I don't know I mean I don't I think a porn site should be separate from a site like this a celebrity using a site like this and somebody else using it to sell porn I don't know I'd feel uncomfortable with that um but it's but the thing is it's like it's I guess the whole empowerment thing comes in when it's like this is my content it's my body and you know what people want to see this I'm going to make money off of it like is there anything wrong with that so I've been I've been discussing the Pornhub saga with somebody else it's about work work only but um so the Pornhub saga it's all come out in the open they found out the who the person behind Pornhub is and it's been a big deal because loads of people's um, videos have been uploaded to Pornhub without their knowledge getting them taken down who do you sue all that business was um, you know no one knew how do you you who's responsible for that kind of content going up how you know how do you get you know it's not right Um, Mm. so with Pornhub being tackled I'm guessing this is the next way of securely owning yourself and putting yourself out there and you know you've got you've given yourself permission because you're putting it up there yourself mm-hmm. you know you're comfortable with that but then if the site's going to allow something like that and this is something that I have and I've brought it up before in previous sessions that we've done the site has to be secure and it has to take full responsibility that it's going to allow people to do that to make sure their site is secure and people who abuse it aren't allowed to use it yeah how I do mean, they do that yeah i think in principle the this the idea of this site is is fine i mean i don't really see it's all done by choice it's in a hmm. sort of somebody's own environment if they are choosing to sort of if their content is, you know, pornography or erotic art or, or whatever that is, you know, it's in the safety of their own home. They know what they're doing. They've signed up for it. But I think what and what I got from the article was it's just the, it's the 
that plenty of people have been hacked and their yeah. accounts have been taken. And it seems to me that the website, it, it's sort of trying to still sort of, or the platform it's trying to catch up with. They haven't put enough money into the security side of things. And it's from the article that I read, you know, it's they are on the side of the subscriber, the paying subscriber who are, you know, rather than the content creators, mm-hmm. there seems to be some sort of imbalance in terms of whereas the content creators are making them the money, you know, um, they take a 20% cut of everything that you make, of, of, yep. of a, yep. that, which is a lot, which is a lot. So yep. yet people are being abused, people's uh, accounts are being hacked, their pictures are putting being put on to other websites and it just sounds like they're still and you're right if I've got no problem with the principle of this Mm. website you know um it's again it's all choice at the end of the day I don't have a problem with any of that with any of that kind of thing um it's just they need to protect the people that are the people that are on there and they're making enough money because you know yes exactly I mean the estimated over a million content creators on the site right there is approximately 50 million users and like you're saying if they take a 20 percent cut they're making quite a lot of money so mm-hmm. you know yeah they do need to up the the protection of, of people who are using it right people so who I, think, content creating. I think there's a massive massive there's two issues here one is um and you know that i've experienced this myself when people abuse something online um how easy it is to just set up another account online. And get, exactly. And get, and, back and, in. and get back in. It's so easy. And I have the same issue with Insta, Facebook, all those things. There is nothing stopping anybody. And how, how are you vetting the person you're giving an account to yeah. either? Right? Yeah. So yeah. that for me is across all social media platforms, regardless. Because yeah. any social media platform can be abused that way. Right. But the second thing is people are using this site to make an income. That's why it's boomed over lockdown. People have lost their jobs. This is a way for them to make money. And if they're making money and that source of income is being lost because of the site not functioning properly or them not tackling abusers properly, you're affecting people's livelihoods. Yes, of course. People like, you know, people that work in the sex industry, right? Like in lockdown, Mm. you know, that that wasn't really going well if you're a stripper or whatever you're doing you know or mm. you're on the streets yeah, no one's coming to you right no one's so going then, to a strip club anymore but that's yeah. the thing so then I think a lot of people turn to this kind of thing like oh let me make money this way and fair enough and it's like and and I I personally like it's not something that I would do but I would never cast any judgment on somebody who did anything yeah. like that because you know what I feel like you've got to do what you've got to do at the end of the day um I wouldn't choose it and I wouldn't choose for my kids to do that but if you tell me oh that's my job you know I'm a sex worker I'm I'm or I'm a stripper fair enough that's your job that's what you want to do you should be kept safe and you should also be given uh, a level of respect that other people get as well that's that's what I think it is so easy these days as well you know you have all these sites on your phones and things and it's not even just about the site being secure anyone downloading a picture a screenshot um even taking a photo of the screen yeah it's so easily done it's really really scary everyone's got a camera phone yeah so even if you can't screenshot something like obviously in your bank app banking apps you can't screenshot a banking app yeah. you shouldn't be able to screenshot anything on any social media site i don't believe 
It's a fair point. Actually. You can't screenshot a banking app. No. You should, no. You can't. Yeah. So okay. on on a banking app, if you wanted to like screenshot your statement or something like that, you can't do that. Why isn't that in place across all social media? Mm, that's true. It should it, for something like OnlyFans. It totally should be in place, right? Mm. But it should be for things like Facebook as well. Why should anybody be able to download a photo of you? Yeah, it is true. Like even so, I was talking to my sister about this the other day. Like you have to be quite careful with the stuff that you're sharing. Like and and I do share a lot, right? But there's certain things that I won't and and other people do so like you know I know people who've got like 20,000 um, followers for example on Instagram mm. they'll put their kids names up there their kids pictures uh, what sports clubs their kids are playing for oh you know oh, I'm going out tonight so so and so is looking after my kids because I have to go and do this fair enough you know it's nice knowing about what someone's doing but it's like that's a lot of information that is a lot of information you know um mm. even now because my kids are grown up I'm quite careful about the images that I put up especially the older ones because you know as they're getting older and that's probably how they're going to look now and yeah <coughs> they're aware of social media and stuff so I, I am I'm much more careful about the pictures that I put up of, of them or any information so I've always been really careful on my social media about what I put up and what I share and how it's shared so I've you know on, on Facebook because I primarily primarily used Facebook first. Um, I've got older albums, family stuff on there, but it was only limited people that could see them. Mm. But, um, I, so I didn't share, but you know I've been a victim of online crime. So it wasn't that I was worried about my stuff that I'd put up. What came through in that is the other people that had been stalked in the same case. Mm-hmm. The amount of information they'd put up for the perpetrator to have impersonated them to get information on them to get so much detail on those people um it was crazy how much those people were sharing yeah and that just kind of lays it down on that I didn't share anything but those other people did but that allowed Mm. that person to do something to me using the information she'd learned online Yeah, you know, you know what you were saying, Kirit, about you know, if you if you've got if you put a photo on Facebook, why should be, why should you be able to download or or, or you know take a photo? But I think, I think what's drummed into us, isn't it, that on, and into the kids is once you've put something on there, mm. once you've uploaded something, that's consent that's right it. there. That's it. That's where it mm. ends. Then you have absolutely no control, and it is really hard for. Yeah, I mean, even the site itself, they've got. They say they they employ. OnlyFans, they said they employ like 500 people or they've got like an algorithm that's supposed to detect like bad language. Mm-hmm. Um, there's terrorist b- b- videos and all that yeah. sorts of being put on there as well. Yeah. But they need that sort of human, they need hordes of people to go in and check and check all of this stuff. And they just don't have the infrastructure set up as yet. And there was, of, there was so many victims on there actually in the article who are continuing even though they've been hacked, they've been, you know, their pictures have been stolen and all that. But that, but yet they're like, oh yeah, that happened, and I'm still carrying on because the financial aspect of it, they yeah. are making so much money. You Some know, of them are losing, of- aren't they? That's why they're angry. They're not losing. They're not angry because the funny thing is they're not angry because they've been abused. They're angry because they're losing, losing money. money. Yeah, that's exactly. for me. That's the. F- that's the bit I feel uncomfortable with, yeah. but that's, I wouldn't use a site like that and I have a choice to not use that. Mm. So that's my choice. Yeah. 
but, but I just think like uh, for me I, I I the whole the whole thing about doing this right the fact that this is my body this is something that people want like let's forget all the people that are putting fitness tips on there and all those kind of things brilliant if people want to pay for those great right let's let's be honest here people want to see someone with the boobs out people want to see someone with their bits out people people want to see this right people you know they might like a certain person and they want to see all this stuff i think um uh you know bella thorne right she used to be like a disney film girl she went on there right she went on there and she is estimated that she earned more than one million dollars on her first date on the site so this is what i'm saying there is such a demand right there is such a demand for this and and I, I totally understand why people would go on there because remember we 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 talked about this before like how we've grown up in a in a different kind of uh, generation where we didn't send explicit pictures of ourselves to somebody who liked us you know that wasn't a normal thing to do and for a lot of people that is a normal thing to do yeah. and all these kind of things people are sending that so they're like well I'm 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 used to I do that you know that's kind of a normal done thing anyway and so I'll just do what on here and get money for it. You know that that is quite normal to more people than we think. Yeah, yeah and I think if people can now use the internet to monetize anything, they will. Simple as that. Yeah, it's almost like look down on if you're not monetizing it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like you're, you're making money. These, yeah, a lot of these. So a lot of these, a lot of their customers are Instagram customers, aren't they? Where on Instagram. Yes, if they've got enough followers, they'll get advertising deals or pay mm -hmm. for promotion deals, but it's just not going to compare to what you're going to get on a monthly subscription based uh, platform. Yeah. And, and so people that, that they've seen the opportunity. So these people <clears throat> yeah. are their business savvy. Um, you know, they've got content that people want to buy. Um, I mean, I don't really know much about, I mean, I know majority of it is porn. I mean, there is there are other people uh, and erotica and there are other people who are, doing other stuff like you said fitness tips or I don't really know about that side of it so if someone said to me oh I'm on on OnlyFans I'd, I would assume it's on the what exactly the side of it yeah if I was yeah. to my husband oh do you know what I think I'm going to do OnlyFans for sister and then have a he's like, yeah. like, <laughs> he's like but that's what no, I was saying I'm not comfortable with that. OnlyFans has become known for this, right? Yeah, so I, what yeah. I'm not comfortable with is somebody else then going on there and saying, I'm going to go on OnlyFans and do something which is more normal because immediately you're classified into that porn category, right? So that, that's what I meant when I said earlier on, I'm not sure that OnlyFans is right for, you know, it, it was something that started, I think, innocently for the celebrities to make yeah. a bit more on the side. But it's turned into something else. People have taken advantage of it, seen the opportunity, but it's become like an alternative porn site. It, it has. And I don't know, like I, I'm kind of glad that it wasn't around back, back when we were younger. Like I'm kind of glad, even I was just thinking like, you know, you know, if I was single today and I was going to date somebody, I don't think I would be comfortable with them being on OnlyFans and paying for things like that. I don't know, I wouldn't, would you? I'd be a bit like, oh well, it's God. like a monthly subscription to. But it's not just a monthly subscription. Yeah, yeah, it's not just a monthly subscription. It's also you can commission stuff. You can make people yeah. do stuff. For yeah, you. yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be comfortable to date a guy who had a OnlyFans subscription. I no. wouldn't. 
I, I just and I don't care. I'll be like, if they're like, oh well, I just get fitness tips in it and like to learn what protein to, uh, shake to take. I'll be like, mm, well, there's other sites know. that show you that. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, mm, really? Do you? You know? So I don't know. Like I think I'm I'm quite happy that I met my husband before all of this. So I didn't have to ask the question. Have you got an OnlyFans subscription? By the way, but then, my guilty secret is watching really neighbors, but. A couple of a few months ago, they had guilty <laughs> secrets watching neighbors. I still watch neighbors. You gotta calm down there, love. Oh my oh god, my neighbors. God. But, um, yourself. It's a 20 minute break in my day. But um, yeah, they had a storyline a few months ago where um, one of the characters, he's an artist, and he subscribed to an OnlyFans kind of site. So it was tackling this very subject. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to share his artwork and then a fan kept get commissioning him to make erotic art and obviously right. she turned out to be some deranged woman but um but you know it's that it was that kind of it was talking about exactly this where what's the what's the line you know that comfort zone what and he was in a relationship but he would obviously tell his partner but again mm-hmm. she was comfortable but it's still not some yeah, people some people are actually comfortable with their partner doing this you know some people mm. can separate mm, this is work you know it's like people who are like, like cardi b i yeah. mean i i really actually like cardi b i have a soft spot for cardi b i'm not gonna lie you know i don't agree with some of the things that she does or has done but i don't know i just like there's something so likable about her and you know she's been a stripper she has her only fans she now you know will literally bear everything if you've seen her music videos it's like there's little left to the imagination right she's somebody's mom she's going to be someone else's mom she's pregnant right now I mean I'm sure her husband's not like I think he's totally fine with it she's making a lot of money off of certain cultures are fine with it as well certain cultures are fine with it as well certain cultures are really comfortable with nudity and things like that it's just part of part and part I mean I used to work with um a lot of black people where I used to be and they were from a certain part of Africa and for them getting pregnant and having a baby before marriage was important before marriage than after really yeah because it proved their fertility before they got married right right yeah so that was just their mindset that was the way that's the the way the community thought whereas in our community you know in, in a South Asian community that would have been and I'm talking about 10-15 years ago here this conversation where I learned this and I was like okay that's interesting I can understand the logic behind that mm-hmm. but in our community be like no 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 oh God, you know I but then when then when a co- woman can't have babies then it's like oh my god no 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 but mm. but they <laughs> but you know they did that so yeah I think people have their own kind of uh, limitations for things right yeah um another thing which is kind of related to this is that um, there's a new story about Shilpa Shetty's husband, Raj Gundra. So he was arrested last week for allegedly making porn films. Now, he's a 45-year-old businessman. And, you know, everybody knows him because he's Shilpa Shetty's husband. But he's quite a successful businessman. And he apparently, according to the police, they claim that he is a key conspirator in a porn production ring that has coerced several women to engage in sex videos that were posted on the internet. Now, apparently he's got this app and it's, and the funny thing is, well, it's not funny, but it's quite bad. That it's, it's the whole thing, is, uh, the production company is named after his son, Bian. And, you know, um, there it's, it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's an app. And so you'll get this kind of content if you subscribe to that app and stuff. Um, but 
you know, under Indian law, publishing or transmitting obscene material, including pornography, is illegal and it's punishable by up to seven years in jail. However, that industry thrives in India, right? I'm sure we all know that. Like, it is so popular that I think India is ranked third in a list of countries published by Pornhub, third in the world, is the world's largest pornographic video sharing. Oh, no, that is the world's vid- uh, largest pornographic video sharing website, Pornhub, right? And I think India came after um, the USA and Britain in the popularity for Pornhub. That's how much they love it. So obviously, you know, he's a businessman and wants to make money. I do think it's a bit like you shouldn't have used your son's company name to kind of do this kind of stuff. But, you know, but... That's a bit weird. I know. I mean, according to him and Shilpasheti, they're apparently saying, you know, this is, it's not porn, it's erotica. I mean, I don't know the difference between those, really. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe maybe erotica is more soft porn rather than hard porn. I don't know. But according to them, it's like, oh, this is only erotica. We're not making porn. I think erotica is stuff that turns you on, which might not turn something else on. Some people find eating an apple, watching somebody eating an apple or, or, you know, painting their toenails erotic, which you just think is normal. And that is, that's the kind of thing when you say that's erotic to somebody. Uh, I don't think... And it's not erotic to somebody else. Toenails, I think. Raj Gundra has clips of some more stuff than that a little bit no, more but that's what you're saying you're not sure about the difference between erotica and porn mm. you know well, it's I, kind the of thing is they to them somebody else might think that that's porn and to them they're like oh it's erotica mm. because it sounds better to say that right it sounds yeah. slightly more classy to say erotica you know <laughs> then this is just porn mate <laughs> so um but i but you know there, there's a big stigma surrounding this you know and i don't know how their family is going to live this down if they're they're admitting it's erotica whether it's porn or whatever doesn't matter but i i I think i think the issue here is is he abusing women and i've got absolutely no problem with what he's doing fine get on with it but is he are people being abused that's my issue here that's the only issue there's women calling him out and stuff at the moment yeah so that that, that that, that, that needs to be investigated and if they're being coerced or they're being it's a Pornhub kind of issue and almost exactly. a that, Weinstein yeah. issue. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the land of the Kama Sutra here. So I'm quite, I'm, you know. Not surprised. Well, you know, it's, I'm surprised it's... Um, and people can't pretend that that never happened, right, in India? Exactly. Like, I mean, hello, like the West was in the Dark Ages and India was in the midst of the, you know, of the Kama Sutra and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of, well, let's not, let's not get back to that, but... I just that just popped into my head. I'm like, you know, there. I have absolutely no issue with what he's doing, but he, he it shouldn't be at the expense of vulnerable women who are again, you know, in uh, in this industry who need to be protected, and perhaps they're not being protected. I think that mm. is the only yeah that is the only issue here. The fact that he's, I mean, and, and he's named it after his son. That's just weird. I mean, I don't. And I can't believe that Shil Pachetti had had allowed that, but or if she even knew about it or whatever, I don't know. But um, I, I mean, maybe I, think, she I mean, I haven't read about the story. I haven't read about the stories, but that is the only issue. I mean, I think I read that India was the number one in um, porn. accessing porn. 
Yeah. Yeah. They've got a large population as well. And exactly. they're yeah. starved yeah. of this it elsewhere. This is, that was according to Pornhub, but maybe in general, maybe there are other on, sites. Yeah. You know, they're, they're kind of, it's, they are, do have an obsession with it. And I think the whole thing of like, it's yeah, the Kama Sutra days. Of, so many ways, yeah, 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 it is. All that kind of thing. Yes, yeah, Kama Sutra days are, you know, back back in the day, <laughs> right? But now, like you said, they're, they're, they are repressed. And, you know, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to watch all these like romantic movies and then never fall in love because that's not allowed, allowed. You're supposed to like, you know, never kiss people on lips, but just watch porn. Like, it's just weird. Do you know what I mean? There's a weird well, thing going it's on. Really, it was really twisted that, in a certain era, they had to include a rape scene. A rape scene, yeah. just to get that—that that was the titillation for yeah. men. And and do you know how damaging that has been? Uh, I yeah. really feel like the effects oh, yeah. of that are very underplayed because I think so many films churned out in the eighties had that those kind of scenes in. And like you're saying, because men feel they have a right know. to do that to women, yeah, in but India. that probably yeah. got people excited. And then there was no actual love. Like now, I think Bollywood, I'm happy to say, has moved away from that. And so they do show um, kissing and stuff. And, you know, yeah, they, like, there's not that actually that many movies that you can actually watch with your family now because they've gone the other way, which is fine, you know. But um, it's, it's good because they've moved away from that, right? But that is what we're talking about, that kind of a culture, you know. Mm. And, and the, I guess what I'm trying to say is, Sex sells, obviously, right? Mm. It sells. With, and, and, and people want that. So whether you are, you know, you could give it away for free or make, make money, money off of it. Now, some people would say this is wrong. Obviously, it's not allowed in India. But then they'll do things like put Sunny Leone in films. Now, Sunny Leone, if you've ever looked at any of her films, it's like proper porn, mate. Like, you know, it's... <laughs> And, and then she's respected as, well, don't make the mistake of doing that on your family computer, please. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's proper, she's just, you know, proper porn actress, right? But then she was revered and respected in Indian films. And she's making money. And, you know, in a way, in a way, I'm like, part of me thinks, good for you. If that's what I you think. Do, and you can, and you can make money. I think she led the way for a lot of women to feel like it's that empowerment thing. She empowered a lot of women to be able to do what they want to do, to be more outspoken, to maybe be more like her. I think they so say that that respect isn't just um, she's made what she did respectful, but it's the fact that she, she said, yeah, I'm going to make money off it. I've done it. I've been good at it. I've been successful. And other Indian women, have seen that as empowering and this is the question really is this whole thing only fans whether it's starring in porn films and Raj Gundra's films or whatever or doing your only fans stuff is it exploitative of women or is it empowering to women if it's I mean oh it's a fine line isn't it because if you're there of your own accord and you're happy to 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 make this content and create this content and put it out there and then knowing in the back of your mind there is going to be a slight risk with this or at the moment there's going to be a high risk or, or you know mm. a quite a then that's the choice that you make and you know I wouldn't stop anybody wanting to sort of you know if that's the route they want to go down 
But yeah, but yeah, I mean, if there's gangs on there and they're exploiting women and they're making them create this content for the higher subscriptions, I mean, that obviously that is, that's hijacking this, isn't it? I mean, that's why yeah. I say I've got no issue with what, uh, what's his name, Ravi Kundra, what he's doing. It's just as long as it's, it's, it's consent from the people who are making the content and all of that is sort of all above board, which I'm sure aspects of it yeah so I guess the final question which please answer this honestly right is I think we all feel the same way about this but if it was your sister or your daughter would you be happy with them having an OnlyFans account and what and she's accessing porn or she's the content creator the content creator or if she was had a role in a Raj Gundra film let's say whatever he's doing whether it's erotica or whatever I don't know, you know, I was just thinking about what we were saying about, you know, choice, you know, or is it exploitative or is it, is it, you know, is it empowering? And I just think sometimes it's even that is within that there's a spectrum of somebody who is living in a house who has had some, a little bit of fame and now is going to carry on and provide erotic content or pornographic content. They're, they're already at base level, right? They're already in life. They've got a roof over their head and all that kind of stuff, right? And then there's those people who we say, oh, it's their choice. It was your choice to do it. But have they, in a certain way, have their circumstances led it to be that that is their only choice? And it could be a great choice because it's going to earn them money. But if if they had the choice, they wouldn't actually do that if things were different. You know, there's those sorts of there's those sorts of issues as well. Yeah. Yeah. I always think this. I always think, OK, what's my opinion on this? And OK, what's my opinion now if that was my kid? <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, I think as, a, as a, for my son if he's if he's and I knew about it if, he, if he's accessing hardcore pornography from anywhere only fans or anywhere I've had a massive problem with that because I think I do have a massive pro- problem with hardcore pornography extreme pornography and the effect that's having actually on young men mm-hmm. um, and the addiction that it creates and all the other extra I'd have a problem with that because that's it's almost like you know it's an inroad to yeah yeah I mean that's that's a whole I could do a podcast topic on that alone that is a massive thing to talk about but but let's talk about just if it was one of your kids or someone very close to you who was putting out this explicit content and that's how they made their money and they wanted to do that I think I'd be very disappointed that that's what they picked very honestly if if my daughter decided to do that, I would, there's, I'm not going to say, yeah, yeah, go for it. But I think I would be slightly, uh, well, not slightly. I think I would be disappointed. I obviously would be checking on the content that, that's being created, even if they're 27 or 37, I'd still be like, oh, what, what, what's going on here? But um, no, I would be disappointed. I would be disappointed. That's my honest opinion. Mm. Um, Fair enough. I want to say, I want to say, oh no, she, I mean, she's empowered. She's doing this because she wants to, but I'd be like, oh, why don't you write a book <laughs> or, or I don't know. I would be disappointed that that is the route that they, but it can happen, you know, I mean, we've, we've got all that to come. So I, my honest opinion is I would be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Gideth, what about you? Um, I'd be really, really uncomfortable. I think with talking about choice and empowerment um, like when we just said, you know, with people who have like celebrities or people who have already engaged in some way in that industry, um, 
they kind of understand what they're letting themselves in for. But if you're, if it's a sort of a way to make money because there's no other way to make money, it, it has to be a really, really well thought out choice and a really, in, you know, the information of how you, your stuff's used, you know, you have to consider it. You have to consider the risks and it, it's about long-term gratification. And you know, we talked about, you just said about writing a book. That takes hard work. It's How difficult is this out. work? Easier to get tits out. Exactly. You know, you do what's easy to make money, get tits out. Right? Mm. Or write a book and maybe make some money. That's a lot harder. Um, so people just turn to what's easy. I, I'm not even going to pretend I'd be really unhappy. I've, you know, I'm not somebody who puts dodgy pictures up anywhere or sends dodgy pictures. But I've already been a victim of awful online crime mm -hmm. and I'm going to call it a crime um, and even so even without doing it people are being harmed and with things not being secure out there I wouldn't be happy I don't know if things were to change in the internet if the internet was policed or regulated properly maybe my view would change but right now I'd be extremely unhappy yeah, and, and yeah. there's people who for, for it, it's not it's not necessarily a choice, but it's they've made the choice because they've got not haven't got a better choice out there, or it's this is the mm. quickest way, and 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 they're struggling. Or there was the woman in the article who's who was living in her car, yeah, and then thought, oh, okay, let me do this, and now it, you know, yeah, like she's got what, a roof over her head now. Yeah, well, what other choice did she have? Another choice? Would she have got to that place in with a roof over her head? Without Could any she have worked and... at Tesco? Could she have gone to work at... Exactly. Could she? It would have taken her longer, perhaps. You know, was that really a choice then? Is, she, is you know, into how will she feel about that decision in 10 years' time? Yeah. You know, you know, it's the celebrities that are going to get... The, and and they, they will have the voice here, I suppose, for the... You know, they can call out OnlyFans and they, you know, they, they, they perhaps have the platform to to call them out on all of these issues whereas you know um lesser people less yeah you yeah just your your sort of you know people who are content creating because that it's in a nice way to make not easy way to make money they perhaps don't have the um the, the sort of the you know the, the the celebrity status behind them to to get to get these people noticed which is a shame because they're a human being and they should be listened to as much as I'm like, you know, I would respect a person, whatever they did, they felt they had to do stripping and sex work and whatever, you know, that's not a reason to disrespect them. I, like you, I wouldn't want my kids to do that. I wouldn't want them to do that because... Are we hypocrites then? Are we hypocrites? I don't know. No, no. And this is, that's why it's so important to discuss this because it's not a black and white thing, you know. Would I think, you go topless on a beach? What did you say, sorry? Would you go topless on a beach? I have gone topless on a beach. Yeah. yeah. I haven't. I have. Well, what's, but hello, what are you going to do? Then, sell it to OnlyFans or what? Is that's for you. No, but the thing a... is, but people are seeing you if you feel comfortable with that. And if maybe somebody's taken a picture of you in the background and things like that, it, it's, you know, it's like, I don't think we're, I'm being a hypocrite by going topless on a beach. Mm. Do you know? I'm, I'm not. Don't think I'm being a hypocrite. That that was my choice to do that. I mean, in a, the, you know, Look, but, it's it's very that's different. your body, right? Mm. But yes, I'm not exactly. selling it. No, I know. Look, 
for me, the message that I am and that I will continue to tell my children, which are all girls, right? So I think this is so important is, you know, it's not just about what you look like, you know, your, your, your brain, your ideas, what's in your heart. These are the things that you need to mm. bring out. This is important. You know, uh, what the way that your body is or your face is secondary. Okay. That's what I'm trying to teach them. So therefore I wouldn't be okay with them just making money off of their exterior. Because I'm this like, is my point with that question about going topless on the beach. We didn't do it to sexualize anything. Well, exactly. You're doing it because you- You do it because you're in the yeah, sun. You don't want strap marks. You, you don't, don't want, want whatever. triangles on your yeah, body, right? But, you know, at the end of the day, you're not, you know, if, if you start sexualizing everything to sell stuff, that's where, you know, if, if that's what we're teaching people, that's what worries me. But, 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 you know, it's so important to discuss this because now we, as women, older grown women are really fighting against when we educate the younger generation, fighting against all of this, all of this, like go on Instagram, put pictures up of yourself that are heavily filtered, which I will come on to in a minute, you know, uh, get your boobs out, get your bum out you know it's what you do you send these pictures to people so it's like we're going against all that and I I just feel like I I just think if you like if somebody is at that point where they're like I have to do this to survive I would not say anything to you you've got to do what you've got to do I wouldn't choose that life for myself or my kids that's what I'm saying but remember, like, Formula One, Grand Prix, all, all those things where you have the women Good in girls. their little tight tops and or whatever. And, and, Good girls, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you've got um, all those old ads where you might have, you know, might have a woman selling something quite sexualized, which is now, obviously now it doesn't happen. But the thing is, that might as well happen if you're going to allow this as well. Because at the end of the day, those women were consenting women. They knew what they were doing when they were doing the advert. Why is that any different? If that works and that sells and people like seeing it and might sell a car, why are we stopping it if we're allowing this? It's kind of, for me, it's like it's, it, it's people take the moral high road and then behind closed doors on an app or sitting there on a laptop in their room, they're allowed to go back to that prehistoric yeah. thinking, right? So it's like you're saying, oh yeah, but you're making the excuse that you're empowering people. But if the website's not secure, you're not empowering anybody. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like an excuse. You might as well have all of that stereotypical old fashioned sexuality on TV, which was way more tame than the things we see now. And then allowing people to sit in their rooms quietly on their phones and laptops yeah, um, which didn't underground. Exist yeah, yeah, yeah. We've sent it, just, it underground, I yeah. suppose. Which is which is what the sex industry is has always been, isn't it? It's trying to sort mm. of And there will always be a centuries. There were, but it there wasn't as space. accessible the, look, then. The people are always gonna find a way to uh do to be innovative with the sex industry because sex sells, it's the oldest that's what they say it's the oldest profession. Mm -hmm. But trying to say empowers women but trying to say empowers women. Is, is this a kind of a excuse? Yeah, it's a bit of a smoke screen, isn't it? It's just like, oh, look at us, look at the shiny bit here, which is the empowering bit, but all the seedy stuff is like- It still happens. You know, it's still, it still happens. People are still being exploited and 
and, and people yeah, by the way are being exploited and selling themselves without receiving money for other things like you know you might be somebody's trophy wife do you get what i mean yeah mm-hmm. the kind of thing why are you there with this buddha millionaire right as a young woman do you know what i'm saying it's it's mm-hmm. a different kind of selling your sexuality so we, I, I just think it's going to always happen because yeah, it's, it's going to happen. There is sex always sells a demand. But the thing is, sex sells, it's always sold. Yeah. But, you know, we make, we've made such a hoo-ha about advertising standards and yeah. equal rights for women. And then all of this goes on. And I, you know, for me, it's like, I don't want other women to speak for my sexuality. Yeah, yeah. You know, with my with my situation the first thing i got asked and, and i think this is pretty disgusting that it you know was oh did you send any dodgy pictures no yeah it, it was it's that that's the way people yeah think. no but because that's quite that's normal sad. now that is quite a normal but that's, thing to that's do. sad I don't think everyone should do it but yeah yeah I'm just saying it's sad that that's the way people think that's what they're more interested in than are you okay Mm. yeah because they want they want they want to start the sort of narrative CD train of thought they? in their head yeah, yeah the narrative is would start then oh well you sent these pictures and so you yeah, must that... have tempted somebody you must yeah. have yeah, yeah um that kind of stuff and it's like uh, no you know but it, it's that immediately that's where people's train of thought goes mm. and that's mm. I think that's really sad because it's not always like that yeah god it's complicated isn't it all this it's a complicated it's really it is really straightforward at all is it no no women will have different views it's funny because we kind of all sit in the same thing um you know so we kind of i think we pretty much have the same opinion um but you know i'm all for women doing what they want to do but one don't speak for me i don't want to be in their you know, don't ban. I don't want to be banded with anybody because that's how pe- things are seen or anything like that. Um, as long as I get to have my voice, or I think that's important. Just because everybody, I don't, I've always been like that. Just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, I think that whole thing about the website. If, if people are going to go on there and sell their celebrity status and whatever i just don't think it should be the same site as only fans anymore because they're risking tarnishing themselves as yeah whatever yes. else <laughs> yeah yes you know? that, if you're gonna do that if you want to you know do workout tips and stuff and uh yeah and don't want a stigma don't use only fans yeah don't use only fans yeah um i was going to talk about something else right uh but i'm going to leave mm-hmm. that for another time because i feel like uh, it's quite a, I don't know, what have we just talked about? It's quite a heavy topic. And I think there's a lot of different sides to it, which we have talked about. Um, yeah, so I'm just, I think I'm going to just leave it as that. And I just think that the other thing I was going to talk about, I think we can talk about next time. But are you guys good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. That was a heavy topic. It was a heavy topic, but I think... Um, I don't know I just feel like it's for me to talk about it on this platform is Mm. really important because you know women we're women and sexuality is a a part of us you know and it's something that women have sexual needs and desires as well you know at the end of the day it's not 
works two ways. It's not, this is all, this is not all content for men. Women use it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a really important point. And, and this is the thing with a lot of these, uh, this pornographic content, right? It's actually not tailored for women. It's more. Yeah. Popular. I think the exact same thing. Yeah. So there's not yeah. much. We don't like the same things. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, different mindsets, right? You know, we, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know many women who would like watching endless videos of anal do you get what I mean I don't know maybe no maybe some of them do but I know that you know with guys maybe that's quite a popular thing to the point where it's like they now think that that's normal um, but again Rami as we were talking about like I said that's a whole other topic how has porn influenced people's kind of mentality towards sex that's a it's that's a, I just think I just think it's so like I that that whole thing about how men can't how men can't get an erection in normal in in a in a perfectly normal sexual situation mm. they can't get an erection because it's not hardcore enough like people like so yeah, that's wrong that's horrible that is horrible and imagine if that happened to your teenage son or as a young adult that they've watched so much hardcore porn that they are now desensitized to normal life like normal a normal sexual life I don't know whether that's whatever that is um yeah. that 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 I don't I think is cra- you know crazy well, and you, I've told you this been... before right I've, al- I've already asked me have you been exposed to porn have you been you know all that sort of stuff I don't mm. mind asking I don't mind asking the questions because I'd rather just know and nip it in the bud if I need to nip it in the bud it's so always like this is approved porn. well i've got ammo right so I, I, would do that. I would do that i would say this is approved porn this is normal or or this is not normal this is probably you know i don't know i i would i would be there i'd be more i'd be that mortifying mother and kieran my <laughs> cousin she always says you can't do shit like that and i'm like no i can because i'd because then when something happens i'd be like this is my fault right uh, you'd be like well, you don't want it to happen. You'd be like, you know, whatever happens to them. Well, I don't know. I just have these horrible I thoughts think, of like, oh my God, what if that happened to my child? Porn is somewhat normal. Like, so I'm a, uh, you know, my brother's now 23, but it's quite funny because I can sit next to him and watch something and something dodgy comes on TV. And, uh, you know, there's a big age gap between us. Um, but I've tried to bring him up so that he's more open about stuff. Mm-hmm. So if something, if there's like a topless woman comes on TV in front of me, he, he can just kind of laugh and joke with me about it. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, oh, her tits are a bit, mm-hmm. or <laughs> say something like that. And it's kind of a bit weird, but I kind of feel, yeah. you know something, at least he can say that to me. He's a 23-year-old yeah. young man. You know, I can't imagine my other brother, who's in his late thirties, ever having a conversation like even let alone watching or something like that coming on TV, even saying that to my mum. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same kind of age gap between me and my younger brother and and my other brother and our mum, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I kind of feel like do you know something that's kind of in a way, kind of open and healthy. He's not kind of yeah. behind closed doors, kind of yeah, doing it's that. So healthy, yeah. I, think, been, what, I yeah. think me asking my son about Paul is healthy, but Sa, he doesn't think not healthy in that in the I'm open about it in that yeah, yes, this be. shit happens and yeah. um you know I feel the same way about my daughters being on the pill. Yeah, people get pregnant, mate. Let's not do that. Mm. I don't I don't give in to that whole oh well then you're 
you're you're encouraging them to have sex they're going to be having sex anyway so why are you pretending things don't happen exactly what the end product is we don't want a teenage pregnancy so why don't yeah. you just <laughs> and that's yeah. how i see it and I, and I have no issues so because because it is mortifying you don't want to go to your mother and go oh yes i've been exposed to porn or whatever they, they probably won't <laughs> Uh, come to me. <laughs> just imagine or if you could go to them, mother. I've been exposed to porn. Please, but they're not going to tell you if they have. They're not no, going to generally. Not. They're not, not going to tell you if they have. Then they're not. He's not, and he isn't. But he might tell someone else because he might yeah. think, well, she asked me about it. I can talk to someone. I'm probably not going to ask. Her. So I'm just, you know, I'm lining up all the other other people around me. Like I talk to my brothers and I say, look. Yeah. You know, V's 13, 14. He's are you in giving that them? Are of... you giving your, them your approved porn, porn list? Like, no, yeah, exactly. No, but if this same, wants... show it to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if he perhaps then feels like he doesn't want to talk to his parents, but he'd talk to his yeah. mama about Somebody it. Somebody else, yeah. Then, then they might think, okay, but then they need to know that that avenue of being able to talk about it is is there, right? So I'll just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just setting everybody else up around me. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. They're like, oh, God, where's that, that, where's that, that approval from? You gave me quick. No, I think it's really, Like, there's so many things I can't talk to my parents about, but I can talk to my aunties about. Yeah, yeah, because it's a different dynamic, isn't it? And you just think, mm. oh, ha, ha, are you gonna make it a bit laffy and jokey? Whereas your parents will t- take it seriously straight away, right? Yeah. They'd yeah. be like, whereas somebody else would just maybe, you know, be a bit more relaxed about it. And whereas I'd be like, right, flipping. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I don't know. Really I think it's 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 always it's always easier when it's not your kid. Yeah. So you'd probably be okay talking to somebody else's daughter or son about it. Yeah. In a, in they might way, yeah. be more comfortable with you. So you kind of you swap roles sometimes. Like I know like my my brother's friends used to talk to me about stuff when they were younger. Um, about their girlfriends and stuff and things mm. like that and then my brother used to walk out of the room um when he was younger he's like oh here he goes again he's come to talk to you kind of thing that that yeah. whole thing but then obviously he's got his own parents he could have talked to but he didn't you know but I think you know now I think everyone's older and more mature but you know growing up they just want little insights is what's normal growing up what isn't and you kind of just that's your responsibility to mm. say this is normal this isn't normal this is healthy this is unhealthy you might have urges you might have feelings I think this is why we watch a lot of the t- process yeah so you know a lot of a lot of issues come up on tv like um I don't know mm. even stuff on like Gogglebox or something that I watch with Veed or and I, and I take those opportunities and I go oh look Veed, this you know this kind of stuff can happen and and look and, and and then try just in the in the couple of minutes that you've got at that point to actually say oh you know oh that happens to people and what do you think about that and all that kind of stuff and sort of trying to coax out a little bit of that's what I try and do because bringing up a difficult subject is hard enough right you don't just want to do it over your tea yeah. and toast in the morning but if it comes up on a tv show mm. then you can say oh you know yeah so yeah sometimes you know because you do it's end up finding the right balance yeah. isn't it yeah you do it and it's probably the right opportunity stuff. to bring something up and I, yeah, I think yeah. that this talking to younger people about sex and sexuality and stuff and, and making it guy is is it's a good thing because all of this stuff that we've spoken about like it's very like a 
behind closed doors kind of thing. Like when I was reading about um, OnlyFans, like a lot of people's parents found out and they got disowned or, you know, it affected their work or things like that, like their actual job. So, you know, it's it's a very kind of yeah. hidden thing. Whereas um, you want to kind of talk about these things openly so that, I don't know, so people might discuss like, oh, what is this in the first place, right? Yeah. I mean, again, with the OnlyFans thing, like you were normalising it, like it's a job, like you just said, if they've got another job on the side and this is their extra bit of money, yeah, it might affect their full-time job. They might yeah. lose it. Yeah, and, and that's and, and this is another thing that um, we need to make people aware about, like younger people, Info- because yeah. they, they might be used to like, oh, you know, we just like, it's just one step up from like sexting and stuff. But hello, these are going to have impacts on Long-term you. Long-term impacts. Yeah, long, people, long-term impact. Lots of employers now do like proper sweeps of people's, you know, get like everything on people's social yeah. media, everything online just to yeah. check and there's anything damaging and all that kind of business. And we've talked about it before, you know, old tweets and things like that yeah. could damage prospects. Um, it, it's scary. And that's why, you know, choice, we keep saying, yeah, yeah, choice. We, we All of that, you know, all of that kind of great big hoo-ha that people make, you know, freedom of this and all that business. But just understanding what the consequences of, yeah having that freedom to say and do what you want at that point in time are possibly 10 15 20 years down the line even Mm -hmm. five years down the line if you're like you know a 19 year old trying to make your way in uni and doing this and Mm -hmm. when you graduate and you think you want to be a doctor or whatever you might not be able to yeah Yes, well, a lot to think about. And like I said, we were going to discuss something else, but I am going to save that for next time because, you know, uh, yeah, we've had a lot to say about this. Um, But thanks, girls. Thanks, ladies. Um, I appreciate you. you being on this panel as always. And thank you, everybody, for listening. I'd love to know your thoughts. You can get in touch, mummyimperfect at gmail.com. I'd really, really like to know what you think about this, only fans and, you know, being part of the um, sex industry, part of the porn industry, exploitative or empowering to women, let us know. You can follow me on Instagram at Sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect or at Rena D. Annabelle. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with people. Um, send us a, a review, do a little review on Apple Podcasts. It would help other people find the podcast and it would be really nice of you to do that. So listen, until next week, when I'm going to be back with you next Thursday. Until then, take care of yourself. Okay, bye. Bye.